Hey, y'all, before we get started, uh, we get told all the time that newbies will find the show and they'll start from episode one and work their way through. And it just means so much to Rich and I. And we just wanted to ask a favor of you, if that's you, if you've been enjoying the show, if you've been learning a lot, if you will leave an honest review over on your Apple podcasting app, or if you're listening on Spotify, you can leave a review there. We want to hear from you. We want to know how we can improve the show, how we can be better. It only takes a second. So if you'll leave us an honest review over on wherever you're listening to, we'd be forever grateful. Now let's get into the show. Are you ever walking down the street and someone just hands you something before you can move your hand away and you're just stuck with it and it's like a flyer or some bullshit that usually happens in Vegas? Well, sometimes that's what an airdrop is like and we're going to cover that coming right up. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I, were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you, and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. What's up, family? My name is Heather Parody. This is Rich Cardona, and we are NFTs for newbies. We are learning as we go, documenting the process. And today we're going to be digging into airdrops. We had this question from Lisa, which says, Dear Heather and Rich, can you explain how airdrops work? How do they show up in your wallet one day? Do you have to pay gas? Are you alerted that one's coming? What do you do to claim it and get it in the wallet? And if you still have time, Listen, some airdrops request that you, quote, link your wallet. Is this safe? Thanks, signed, Lisa. <laughs> Rich, um, <laughs> there's so much to cover with airdrops, um, but I, I, before we dig into that, you use that analogy. Are you freaking out about airdrops? No, no. You <gasps> used that analogy a minute ago of like when you're you know standing on the street and somebody just puts something in your hand. That happened to me in Jamaica but you don't want to ever grab anything that people hand you in Jamaica. Why? Have you ever been there? Yeah, I think so. It's weed, man. It's weed. Straight oh, blood. <laughs> <laughs> we got off. We got off the bus, and seriously, that was the one thing that they handed us, uh, which um, is what oh. I thought about. But an airdrop's different. Kind of. All right, I'm going to read uh, some a little bit from 1.37 p.m., some of our favorite people associated with VaynerX. It is when a distribution of cryptocurrency tokens or NFTs are sent via a Web3 wallet, aka like MetaMask, Coinbase, something like that, for free as promotion or as added value for participating in an experience or purchasing a digital, digital asset. Before we get into it, have you gotten uh, airdrops before? Yeah, I have. Um, some unexpectedly and some that... Um, was a part of the roadmap. We covered roadmap recently on on a show. What I didn't know about this explanation is, I guess it makes sense, but I never thought about cryptocurrency being airdrop because my intro to all of this world is NFTs. And so I immediately think NFTs are airdrop, but other things could be airdrop too. Someone we know well in the space was airdrop thousands of dollars once because they were participating in, in a kind of a startup token. That's nuts. But here's the reason. Why in the world would I drop somebody thousands of dollars? Why would I draw something that I love and give it to you? There's a reason that people airdrop. One, adding value. 
to their community. I want to get on Rich's good side. I want him to be happy that he believed in my project, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to incentivize him by airdropping XYZ. Sometimes it's planned, like I mentioned, with a roadmap, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's surprise. Another reason why airdrops are used is uh, marketing. It's a marketing tactic to draw attention to their brand, um, which we're going to dig into here in a minute about how that can go south and can go wrong. But I mean, I think it is a good idea if you you don't have a huge following, if you don't have an established brand, it's a way to get some eyeballs on your stuff. Yeah, I mean, so let's talk about where it could go wrong. And actually, let us know in the comments if you've gotten any airdrops, if they're good or bad. But I'd like to hear some of the bad ones. And if you've had any bad experiences with them, uh, that's, hmm, that was redundant. Welcome to the Department of Redundancy Department. Next. All right. So uh, the cool thing is anyone can get them. That's what's cool about airdrops. Anyone can get it. Oh, but before you go into that, before you go into that, um, but real quick, Rich, this is something that I learned uh, while researching this. There's a thing called a hard fork drop, a hard fork drop, which is essentially when there is a cryptocurrency on one chain and there is updates to that chain, or maybe they switch chains altogether. Sometimes there will be these hard fork drops, which essentially is, here, let me read it from investopedia.com. A hard fork occurs when there is a permanent split in a blockchain. One path has a new blockchain, and the second path has the original blockchain. An airdrop occurs when a new cryptocurrency token is deposited directly onto users' wallets. So uh, again, not exactly what we're talking about here, but I thought it was an interesting uh piece of information. So if you hear hard fork drop, that's what that's referring to. Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now this course is going to cover a few things and we want to tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're going to cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you want to make money, some of you want to invest money, some of you want to make sure your NFTs and your monies are safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Halim saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that, that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want, and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. All right, so where can airdrops go wrong? Good news is anyone can get an airdrop. Bad news is anyone can get an airdrop. So I will share our wallet. We have a tiny little wallet, uh, our individual wallets. I have at least 30 airdrops that I don't know or recognize, but I'm going to share our little wallet real quick. And you will see right here that Heather, we have this. This is a little airdrop. I have no idea who new these are. Um, and there's a pre-sale and a public. And again, as you said, clearly uh, for marketing. Now, again, anyone could get them and that might seem cool and sound cool. But at the same time, we have talked about how people can use it as a way to appear in someone's wallet and kind of give the impression that that person loves my shit. Is that the case? Do you have an example of why that's actually a bad move? 
this is this is fascinating to me. And okay, so I can airdrop you something and then go to all my buddies and be like, look, Rich owns my NFT. I'm awesome. When Rich didn't buy my NFT, I airdropped it to him. And so people are doing this to influencers and celebrities like our man, Gary V, who tweeted out recently, quote, super sad how many airdrop NFTs to people and then claim they are minting it. Stinks that projects think this is a good way to launch a project. And he just shows a screenshot where somebody uh, texted him and said, hey, these people are claiming that you're backing them. And he said, well, I've never heard of it. Everyone's claiming I'm involved. And the way that they're doing this is they're airdropping Gary Vee. They're airdropping these influencers, these leaders, their NFT, and then screenshotting that their wallets, Gary's wallet or these influencers' wallets and saying, hey, look, Gary has our NFT. He believes in our project. When he was airdropped at, he has nothing to do with it. So it's a very... It's gross. That's what it is. It's gross that people are abusing the system that way. It's cheap. It's sleazy. It fucking pisses me off. And like, that's a last dude. Like, when you have a real community, someone's going to get a text. Like, that dude's going to get a text like that. Be like, yo, do you know these people? And call you out. And then your ship is sunk. So don't be that guy or gal who thinks you're going to be slick and airdrop some shit. And I'm freestyling right now and I'm not going to stop. You know why? Because we're talking about airdrops and Heather's about to pop. (laughs) (laughs) Where did that come from? Even I don't know, but I was feeling it. Um, Listen, that was, it is a gross thing that happens, but it is still, I loosely say, not as harmful. Shooting your shot. It, it is, but this is where it gets dangerous with airdrops. Not only can people uh, lie, essentially, and pose and act like people are investing in their projects when they're not, people can airdrop things into individuals' wallets and actually be trying to scam them. This comes from 1.37 p.m. Again, here are some common signs that an airdrop may be a scam. Listen to this. If they request you to pay a small amount to receive your airdrop, red flag. Put up a flag. Psh, psh, psh. Requesting any private information such as secret phrases and passwords. Rich, do we ever give out our secret? Hail to the gnaw. Red flag. Offering to help you via sharing your screen. Mm-mm. Let me take a little look. A new or lookalike NFT or crypto airdrop that is unverified. Links directing you to another site, making you sign in using your wallet. You have to be very, very mindful of that. I know, Lisa, you asked about you know connecting your wallet. Is it safe or not? Do you trust X website? Do you trust X project organization with your money? Because essentially connecting your wallet, that's what you're saying. And lastly, 1.37 p.m. says, if it's too good to be true, then it's likely a scam. And the reason you might be thinking, a scam, what are you talking about with a scam? What happens, Rich, in some of these instances? What can happen? How could he potentially scam me with an airdrop? I kind of equate it to like a DM in Discord. Like, if you click and open it, who knows what can happen? Um, There's just way, way too many people. We kind of talked about it in a previous episode. There's people who are just looking to do bad things out there. So if you're connected to your wallet, if these people have access to your MetaMask somehow, some way, because you clicked on a freaking airdrop, then you're going to regret it big time. So a lot of airdrops will show up in hidden uh, on your OpenSea account or your wallet. So if it's hidden, then just leave it hidden. Okay, if you want to peruse from time to time, like I caught a World of Women collabs, I'm like, oh, this is super dope. Uh, I got something from Base Fish that I didn't know was in my hidden, but I recognize those. So it was okay. If I don't recognize it, I don't touch it. 
Well, you said something important. If you don't recognize it, you don't touch it. And this is the reason why in extreme cases, sometimes those NFTs are encoded where if you do interact with it, if you sell it, if you trade it, that code can have access to your wallet or other things in your wallet. So it's important that you don't interact with those and that you do hide them because in extreme cases, not always that could be the case. Really, really good call. I'm so glad you said that because you might be under the impression that you get something that's airdropped and you don't want it. So then you're going to try and sell it, although it holds no value. But maybe it's a cool piece of art that you could sell because you've sold before and someone will be like, oh, I actually buy that. And then you just destroy Web 3.0 because you bought some sort of atomic <laughs> bomb fucking airdrop. So what can you do? Uh, Greg Fisher uh, over at Basefish Mafia, a good partner of ours, says in Discord shared that you can hide them in your wallet, like we kind of talked about. They're usually hidden to begin with. Be mindful of who you're giving any info to, and obviously be mindful of who you're interacting with in terms of unwanted, non-fungible tokens, aka NFTs, aka let's wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up, wrap it up. Okay, we always end our show with a random question, and these questions are coming now from you. So if you want to ask us a non-NFT-related question, check out our show notes and find the form there and submit it. And the next one actually comes from somebody named Lisa. I don't know if this is the same Lisa. This is Lisa Rye, Lisa Molly. Listen, this is what she asked. If you could own one zoo animal as a pet, what would it be and why? And she also added, pretend you could afford to feed it and house it. These are such great questions. While Rich is thinking, mine is so easy. It, it would be a penguin. It would be a penguin. I love penguins more than anything. They waddle like this. They're so cute and they have their little arms. Like, God, penguins are the bomb. I'd feed it fish every day and pet its head. What about you? <laughs> I'd feed a fish every day and pet its head. I don't know, man. Probably a cheetah because they're just fast. They're vicious, but they're soft and playful. And murderous, they would kill you. What is wrong with you? You would have a cheetah in your house. It would eat your face. I could afford to take care of it. Is that like, it means I could have it and it wouldn't kill me. I would never come over and visit you if you had a cheetah. You can come into my penguin house anytime, though. We're safe and friendly here. Holy. We you guys smell just... fishy. We smell fishy, just like these airdrops that you'd be getting in your wallet. Fishy, fishy. Be careful out there. It's the Wild West. Anything else, Rich? No, just uh, subscribe if you haven't already, and we will see you next time. 